0: Oh yeah. Here I am, the original H-B-I-C. Katie, motherfucking boy. And on today's episode of the Ambitious Podcast, we have for round two, my soul sister, amazing friend, and mentorship client, Teresa Caleri. And this is a very different podcast from the last one. First of all, we were sober as judges, so... (laughs) there's one big difference this time around. And secondly, she's gonna be talking all about her experience with our flagship protocol. It's called A28P. That's 28 Days to Become Your Most Ambitious Self, which is now totally part of the Ambitious app. So she's gonna be talking all about her experience with this. It's such an uplifting podcast because not only is Teresa shredded, She's a hot mama, but she has taught herself how to become a real runner, which I think is incredible. She has become a yoga instructor and started a business all from the confidence and the determination and the self-esteem and self-worth that she has gained through proving to herself that she can do hard things, one being the A to P protocol. I know you guys are gonna find so much value in this podcast and Teresa comes in a way about being a mom and like her actual experience with being a mom and doing H 2 ap So even if you're not a mom, this is gonna resonate deeply with you, I promise. So without further ado, let's get into it with my guest, Teresa Kaleri. Teresa, I am so grateful and excited for you to be on the podcast for the second time. Thank you for being here. I know. I was talking to Amanda Greco on last week's podcast, and I was like, you're the first person who's been on here twice. The first podcast was her talking about um, her business and coaching and all that stuff, and just like you did, and now you're back on the podcast for your second debut to talk about your experience with H8P from your perspective, which is a very different perspective to a lot of my clients, so I'm really super grateful that you're here.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: At anytime. So <laughs> I know that before we had planned to be on the podcast today, I know that we had talked about you coming on and talking about your experience because I think that your experience is very different from so many other women's experiences, just being part of Ambitious and doing A to P and how that opened us all these other doors for like your creativity and your family and healing and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited to get raw and real today about this. Absolutely, me too. Yay. So, okay, let's just take the the listeners back um not too far back like cuz everybody already knows our story how we've been friends forever. <laughs> and Absolutely. Last on the time of the podcast I was Fucking hammered!
1: Oh absolutely. one hundred percent. I was gonna say they had a different view of us last oh, time. <laughs> we're
0: sober Sallys today. It is one forty-seven in the afternoon when we're recording this. So unless, like, Teresa, you're not telling me something, oh, no, we no, haven't no. been drinking today. Promise.
1: I promise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have I, to be
1: responsible today.
0: <laughs> we have to be responsible. I had lots of copious amounts of coffee. I had a lot of water, but no, no red wine. Nope. Okay, good. So or we're sober. Drinks. Oh my Lord. Yeah, stuff it down with brown, like I always say. Stuff <laughs> it down with brown. So let's go back to when you first came to Kripalu. Um, God, is this like four years now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because Henry was going to be he was he wasn't even he was six months old.
0: Oh, my God. That's wild. So you came to Kripalu, which is in the Berkshire Mountains in Massachusetts. It's like a yoga kind of spiritual retreat. And I was hired to do um, a live your best life weekend there for Ambitious. And you kind of just. Broke out of your comfort zone. You just had a baby. You weren't feeling so fresh. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You can talk about that in a second. You weren't right. feeling so fresh and you came to Kripalu, even though, if I remember clearly, you almost wanted to not come, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I was researching how to, like, what kind of refunds I could get if I didn't go. Shut the fuck up. I was so nervous because I was going by myself. I was six months postpartum. Um, and my husband's like, no, you need this. You need to go. You need this for yourself.
0: You were like Um, pumping in the room, right? Yes. Yes. I remember that. (laughs) I remember this.
1: I was pumping. I was storing. I was getting everything ready for him for when I got home. Wow, dude.
0: So you were like, okay, I don't want to do this. What do you think was the most trepidatious feeling that you felt like? What was really kind of like the crux that was like holding you back from stepping into that?
1: Well, I had no idea what to expect. And I, you know, it's that whole aspect of that imposter syndrome. Like, what am I, why should I be going to this? What is this? How, why do I deserve to go? Wow. And as a mom, I mean, I'm sure a lot of new moms feel that too. Like, I don't, I should be home with my children. I should be doing this. I shouldn't be doing for myself right now. And um, my husband really pushed me to to go and take care of myself and that's, uh, that was a huge help for me because when he was there to support me that I knew that there was the right thing to do.
0: Oh my gosh. So you were like, and it's funny because a lot of women will reach out to me and they're like, I want to come to bitch or I want to do this with you. Or I want to do that with you. And I'm just afraid to do it alone. So, and I know that you're one of the strongest women I know. And, and I Thanks. mean that I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. You know, I don't do that shit. You are one of the strongest women I know. So for you to be afraid to come and do that like that to me speaks volumes because you are very strong you're not the average like everyday mom like you're like to me you're a superwoman and for you to be afraid that just goes to show me how many women out there in ambitious land who are like right on the cusp of making a huge change in their lives but they're scared because like what you said like i should be home taking care of my children this is going of cost me money it's going to take time away from you know my family and all these things but where were, let's talk about where you were at mentally, physically, emotionally when you were coming to Kripala. Cause I think that that's a huge part of your story as well.
1: Actually at that point I was, um, you know, six months postpartum. So I went through a little bit of the postpartum depression with Henry. I went through a bigger one with my daughter that we, we got into with the, the last podcast. Um, but still like that's, um, you have that, that, Deep urge to want to stay with your children and protect your children and I knew that This isn't who I was and I knew that I needed to like almost find myself again Um, so listening to your podcast and then hearing about krupalu. I knew that I needed to be there Like that's where I needed to be for the weekend and in the long run I mean Henry now that he's almost 5 years old has no clue that I was away for that weekend. Oh. No. Right. He, like even when I when I do go for a, away for a weekend or like a day when I go with like friends somewhere or like a you know a girls weekend away I'll come home and they're very excited to see me but in the grand scheme of things now when I look back they have no clue that I'm away for that long. They don't really care. No.
0: And they like children are in time warps. They don't understand time. They're almost like puppies. That's what mm-hmm. my opinion is like you no know, dogs are like like I'll leave Pearl at home and she'll be like hey bitch where have you been but i don't know how long i've been sitting here and hanging out you know what i mean and i think that kids are the same way so we as the mothers are like oh my god what if this traumatizes my child and the truth of the
1: matter is is it's,
0: it, there's no yeah it, it won't
1: right this half the time i leave and i'll go somewhere and the kids would be like oh you you were gone <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. I was I was out of the house for a good five hours. Isn't you had that, no idea.
0: That is so freaking funny. So when you came to Kripalu and you had this experience, what do you think was the catalyzer that was like, okay, I want more of this. I really have to step into my power and remember who the fuck I am. Like, what do you think really was the catalyzer?
1: The death meditation. Oh, mm, mm-hmm, yep. yeah. <laughs> and uh, did it, I did it again this year with you like on our three-year anniversary. Yeah, at Bitchpalooza. Exactly. Yeah, And it was still the same result. I mean, back then when I was doing the death meditation, I didn't really know Henry as well. And now it was a completely different journal entry. And um, yeah, the, the death meditation made me realize this is what I need to work on. I need to know who I am. I need to reach out to my children. I need to focus on them. I need to focus on my family. I need to focus on things that are around me right now. So that's, that was really the one that pushed me forward and over the edge to to continue.
0: That has been like a theme on the Abitges podcast lately. Like everybody that I've had on is like the time that it changed my life was death meditation. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it, I still do death meditation. It's my own creation and I still get fucked up from it.
1: Yeah. I mean, not to say that everything else, because I went there not understanding about meditation and going there for that weekend really cleared it up because you went over all the different types of meditation and how to do it. And, you know, it it made it less scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, that was helpful. And I think that there's another thing too, is like a, mo- like a mom, like, let's just say I don't know you, you're a mom, right? And you've never done meditation in your life, which you didn't really up till Mm-mm. you started. I mean, you probably did like some relaxation techniques and things like that, but to like really get into the nitty gritty of like real guided shadow work type meditation. And we also did inner child healing that weekend too, didn't we? No,
1: we didn't we
0: do did inner it? child no.
1: no, not yet. Mm-hmm. You did that at another day. That was when
0: we did A28, yeah. Okay, we're going to get into that in a second. You're like, "Katie, you can't fuck me up that hard." I think the sec- the second year of Kropalo I did both and I think people were like ready for, you know, the funny farm after they right. loved Kropalo, but that's what I want. I want to shake people out of their their, you know, their deldrums, you know, their hypnotic rhythm by doing these like really hard things and for you it was the death meditation. So, after uh Kripalu wrapped, you were like, "Okay, I know that I have a lot of work to do." And I'm not only going to do this work for myself, but I'm going to heal my ancestry. I'm going to heal my children. I'm going like, to be the best mom that I could be, which in a lot of, and you have a lot of mom friends, I'm sure. I know yes. that you do. A lot of moms think like when my kids graduate high school, then I'll work on myself. Mm-hmm. Right. You hear this all the time. It's like, yeah, when they get into kindergarten, then, then they get into middle school when then they're in high school. And then it's like, you are you know, when my kid gets married and leaves the house or whatever the frig it is. And the bottom line is like, we can't wait that long. We have to work on ourselves now so that we can be the best in this moment. And I think uh, i you are so wonderful about that message to moms. Cause I see you on your Instagram and I see you on your social media with little intentions. And I always know that that's like the messaging that you're bringing, which makes me so happy. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a, that's a, a thing that plagues moms? Like they're just like, they are always making kind of like these excuses because they don't want to
1: take time for themselves. It's funny. Cause that's exactly what I wanted to talk with, talk to you about that. It's like, there's, so many people that it's like they have they think it has to be all in and they has to be a right time and there's never a right time to do it the right time Amen. is to now and there's i mean back when i had when i f- had my children it's my morning routines were wake up grab some tea sit down pump drink my tea watch the news, then get showered and dressed. Now it's not the same thing, but that was, you know, you, you have a time and place for what you have to accomplish at that time. I mean, your, your goals are going to be different from when your children are babies to when they're in elementary school to when they're in middle school, high school, and there's going to your, your routine's never going to stay the same. And that's the, I guess that's the challenge because I'm even, i am even been struggling with that now. Um, cause a couple of years ago, you know, I had, we were in lockdown with, uh, you know, COVID and I was able to do so much and get so much done. And then I we went back to school and now, now that school is finally like back to a normal, almost normal schedule. I should say normal. And I have quotation marks going, um, normal schedule, nothing about it is normal. Right. Um, but it's, I, I, Try to. I tend to beat myself up because my routines in the morning aren't the same. And I have to remind myself it's not going to be the same. They're going to be different. And they're going to be what I desire, what I require, not what someone else is telling me what I need to do.
0: That's right. Because I could tell you, like, say, you know, we're over on the Ambitious app and I'm like, okay, guys, today we're going to talk about our ambituals, which are our morning rituals. We're going to talk about our bitch list. We're going to talk about our perfect day. But all those things for you, Teresa, when I first started working with you four years ago is not going to be the same things that you desire in this season of your life four years later. Absolutely. And we as moms have to like, let that go. We really, truly do. I mean, I don't have children like you. I have a stepdaughter who I raised pretty much since she was 13 years old. And I used to have to bring her to because she was in private school. So I would have to bring her every morning and pick her up every day before she got her license to school. And so like my schedule when I was like the taxi for her Mm -hmm. is much different from her now who's 25 years old and she's living on her own in an apartment and she has her own job and her own life. But, you know, and guess what? Henry is going to be 25 years old someday. Yeah. The kids are going to be, they're going to get older. So it's like your routine now is not going to be your routine 10, 15, 20 years from now. And I think that we get so, so stuck as women in like, but this is the way that it used to be. And this is the way that has to be. And it's like,
1: it's not. 100%. And that's like, it's, you know, some, some moms get stuck when they first with newborns, they get stuck with the, like, I'm never going to get back. And there's such a social push on you have to get back to your pre pre pre-pregnancy weight pre-pregnancy look like i hate that that is Uh, so toxic yes and there's so many there's great influences that are like this is what you can do this is how you can do it this is what i look like after i've six months um after i or six weeks after i've had a baby and it's like you're not going to be the same like your your journey is going to be different and it's going to be your journey and i think so many people get stuck in that that mindset in that, that time warp of like, this is what it's going to be like for the next, how many years? And it's, it's not, I mean, I was talking to my husband and we were saying how we would go to like, um, bye, bye baby and babies are us and all these other stores. And I'm like, the amount of time that we actually like in our lifetime spent there is so small. And now we don't even need to be in those sections that, that store, that section any right. longer. And it's, it's crazy because it's, you can't, you can't see what they say that you can't see the, um the valley through the, through the woods. Yeah, Cause yeah. it seems so thick that you're like, you're stuck in it for so long, but you're really not. Absolutely. And then you start to find that, like that groove. And that's the thing is you have to find your groove, the groove that works for you the best.
0: And you have to be flexible because it's always changing. It's always in flux. It's always in flow. And if you're too rigid, that's when these moms have the, the like mommy meltdowns. Yes, absolutely. Did you I ever mean, get yourself to that point?
1: Oh. <laughs> I can't count how many times I've had a mommy meltdown. Um there's been a couple of, and honestly with with my kids I the the one thing that I love that I've gone through with you is that I'm very open with them about what I'm doing. Which is and, huge. Yeah. And like even when I do have a meltdown, um I kind of we we let it we let ourselves Go a little bit, and then we come back and we discuss it, and we talk about it, and we figure out how we can handle it. Um, my my go-to. I heard this from someone one time is that um I always say,'m uh, this is the, I am the first time mom of a ten year old because my yes. oldest is ten. You know, I've never done this before, and we're both learning together. I'm the first time mom of three children. Like I've never had three children at this age, so we're working through this. So
0: I just got chills you saying that it's just so powerful right like we think and I think that that's another pressure that is put on women that's why I did create the app and I did create these programs for women like you to share with other women and be like yo I have three kids I don't know what the fuck I'm doing no one gave me a user's manual like I am learning and I'm trying my best and we're learning and we're growing together and like how beautiful is that
1: yeah it's it's so great because that now I can communicate with other moms and we can talk about and share what we're going through. And it's there's no judgment.
0: Ugh, yes.
1: that's the, And that's
0: the thing too, because when you're on social media, like let's just say for Instagram, for example, and you follow like these mommy type of um, Instagram accounts and it's like, all their children are in white clothes and the house is white and everything is white and they're their food is like perfect shaped heart carrot sticks and shit like that. Like it's aesthetically beautiful, but like no one is living like that. And the people who are living like that, that's it's just, it's fake. And I'm sorry it's for social media. And I think that that puts so much pressure on like real moms because mm-hmm. they're they feel like they have to like spit out a baby, lose the fucking baby weight in 3 weeks, uh make perfect sandwiches that are shaped of Mickey Mouse, make pancakes that are shaped of Mickey Mouse every day, all the kids are perfectly dressed, everything is perfect, you're perfect, your hair is perfect, everything is perfect. It's
1: and and hold much. down a full-time job. Yeah. Oh, that D,
0: yeah, btw, work 50-60 yeah. hours a week and cook all the meals and like still give your husband a blowjob once in a while. Like, come on now. It's a lot yeah. of work. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> a lot of work talk about, it. Right? talk about it yeah I look at like some of the things that I love watching like the different reels where it's like one mom is making all these like cutting the crust off and doing things and the other mom's like taking a, a crustable and shoving it in the in the, the lunchbox whatever <laughs> like,
0: whatever it takes to work but guess what kids fucking love crustables mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the hell they're called I don't know I've never had one I heard they're delicious though
1: oh yeah it's like peanut butter and jelly just without the crust yum so why why make it when someone else can
0: damn freaking <laughs> Skippy I hear you but the but the thing is is like there's moms out there that would shame a mom for doing that
1: yeah and in it's the it's world. so sad it it's is so, so sad, sad because you have no idea of the other struggles that those moms are going through mentally, figu- uh, mentally physically emotionally spiritually whatever it is there's Nobody has the right to judge whether whatever they see, whatever they're hearing.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So when you did Kripalu, you joined and we started work. You joined Ambitious. You started working with me. Yes. How long between Crepalo and working with me did you jump into the Ambitious and 28-day protocol?
1: So we started working. Because we did January, so then you had you had like a different protocol. I think yes. it was a test run. Yes, you guys A28. were like my beta testers. Yeah, so you were doing <laughs> you my were giving big pigs. <laughs> back then, you were giving individual meal plans too. Yes, so we had we had worked a little bit of, on that. So to get me onto a good healthy diet, getting into the meditation and the journaling and things like that. And that was really where my focus was, was meditation and journaling. And then the the eating was just kind of going into it, getting yes. into it. Yes. So I didn't start A28P until a year later. Oh
0: my gosh. Okay. So you were just, we were just doing all that for about a year. And then I was like, okay, hey, I have this pro- program. I've done it myself. It's fucking mind blowing do it that was like in probably january the following year
1: yeah january of
0: 2020
1: yeah oh before the world changed forever right but that that helped me get through i'll tell you that oh i think it helped
0: hundreds of women during that time get through because that's what we were really focusing on because i was like if we can't control what's going on in the world and but being ambitious is about radical responsibility and controlling what you can control which is like Mm -hmm. what goes in your mouth if you're fasting, um, your meditation, your breath work, your sound healing, you know, like all the things that I teach in A2AP, perfect day, cloaking, cord cutting, uh, death meditation, inner child healing, all the shadow yeah. work, all, all the stuff, right? So your first, do you remember your first month of doing A2AP? Like, do you remember like that whole, the, the struggle? Was it I real? remember.
1: I remember the the week before, like, be shitting my pants, saying, what the hell am I getting myself into? But- um, I also remember reading it over with with John and he was like, if this is what you want to do, I'll support you. And that was another again, having the support system that Huge. he knew that I I was doing this for me, for us. And um, so I was like, All right, I gotta go buy all this stuff. Um, because back then it was like meal, you had everything laid out, what meals we were having every day. Yes. And and um just the when I saw 48 hour fast to start it off, I I lost it. <laughs>
0: I'm like, bitch! You're not going to eat for, and we don't do it that way anymore. Actually, we don't start with a 48 hour fast anymore. Right? Um, everything is different. We don't have 72 hour fasts in a to 8 p anymore either. We totally we changed the whole program now. I don't know if you've done the new program.
1: I'm with, waiting with to do stuff. it as soon as it comes out okay. now. Yeah. in the new so, app.
0: So it just launched today. So you should go after. I know you know when you're at home living your best life, because you're off today. God you know, <laughs> God bless you, Teresa. You have a day Whoa. off to actually, you know, hang out and do your own thing. But when you go into the app and you check out the new A2AP, you're going to be, I think you're going to be blown away, like the evolution of it, because it's just so
1: elevated. Well, talking to some of the ladies at Bitchapalooza that did it, and that have done the past one as well, it was... Um, they just said there was so much more to gain um even though they like they they knew what they were doing before the reason i didn't do it back then was because i was doing my running and i was yes. doing my my training for half marathons so again my fear got over me cuz i was like i can't do the 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 fasting and things like that because i was doing the training yeah. and we we had talked about that as well um and i said you know when i'm when i'm not training and when i'm not doing all this stuff i'll i'll do it so definitely um, I, that's what I, i'm I still- waiting for
0: I started today. I started today. Like it's just where where if you guys are listening to this, we're recording on March 20th at the spring equinox. So this spring equinox time is such a great time to do these like challenges where it's like getting rid of all the things that no longer serve you purging detoxifying cleansing so this is a great way just to like you know start fasting again eating really therapeutically doing digital detoxes and doing like all the shadow work because the new a 28 p that we're and you know it's listen it's not that different from what you did it's still the same principles mm-hmm. but i really and kim and i really Focused on making it about the spiritual, energetic, emotional healing aspects more than anything else. And you know, I've always talked about it being that way. And you know, women are always like, Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: healing protocol. And then they get so obsessed with the weight loss. They do. They do. Cause I'll tell you, that's the at this what you can grab onto at the beginning is the weight loss. Um, but the spirituality is the what you get in the long run. Yeah. Totally. 100% even now like it's it's just being able to get into that mindset and having that balance and knowing when my body feels off not because of food but because of where my mind is and where my energy field is is that's what i've taken out of the most i think yeah. from a28
0: i want to talk i want to talk about that so let's i would really i'm really interested on like all the different aspects of a28p and like what really took you to the next level. So let's just start like with the actual physical three-dimensional shit, which is like the fasting, the food, the movement, and like the release of toxic waste that is on your body. Can we Let's talk about that first. So where when you first started A to 8P, like where were you at physically? And like how did you end up when you actually finished?
1: So I was, uh, I believe I was at my highest from after having um my well it was it was in the middle of coming down because we had started working that whole year on yes. the the basic the um basis of it and so I was about 150 um at the beginning of starting all of this okay. weight wise and um the I thought it was gonna be very difficult the meals and the eating but the way you balance it out with the proteins in the all the vegetables and the fats and things. It's actually, that worked really well for me. I know like some people were uh, afraid to do it. I mean, granted, I was afraid too, but when I was eating the food and um, eating the right amount of everything and I was feeling full, I was feeling good that I I was able to eat this and feel satisfied, not feel hunger pains afterward. Um, And I think it's just that I think it's the board eating of being home, you know, you just try to pick and eat, but when you have something that you're trying to, um, get through and at the beginning too, you had a lot of challenges where it's like, okay, if you, if you get, if you meet this, then, and I'm so competitive that I'm like, bitch, I'm going to win this.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. I used to give all these crazy prizes and stuff.
1: Yeah. So for week things or just the whole month overall. Um, and so I think that was, Of course, like the competitive side of me came out for those, but in all honesty, like I was eating what you had said, the amounts that you said, like so much protein, so much fats, and then the vegetables, um, my plate was always full and I was always full. Sometimes I couldn't even finish what was on my plate. Right.
0: Right. I know yeah. everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be starving." I'm like, the only time that you really feel hungry. This is my personal opinion: is when you're on like day one of a three day fast, or you're in like the early morning of a forty eight hour fast, you start to get like those hunger pains. But once you get over like a hu- this hump, mm-hmm. it's like you could fast. Not that I'm um, wanting people to do this, but you could fast forever. Yeah, because because you know, yeah. that all those hunger pains, because the h- hunger hormones dissipate. And you reset the way you think about food. You reset fasting because I think that's another... Fasting is like another F word where people hear fasting. They're like, oh my God, you're going to stab yourself. You're going to die. This isn't healthy. And I'm like... If you really read the research, which, as you know, Kim and I are science Mm -hmm, nerds mm -hmm. and we always back up everything we do with science, like John Hopkins University studies, Harvard studies, like not like, you know, Red Book fucking studies and Mary Claire studies. You know what I mean?
1: No. And that's one of the things that I liked about this, too, is that you were giving us all the information as well. It wasn't that you were just saying, do this. It's like we're doing this because here, watch this video here, read this article. So you've you always gave us the information as to why we were doing it that it was just do it because I said so.
0: I love that. You, I love that you get that. And I know you always have gotten that. That's why it's like people will say to me like, well, why are you having us eat this kind of meat? And why are you having us eat this kind of fat? And why are you having to eat this kind of vegetables? And then I'll be like, well, all these vegetables are very high in lectins and very high in oxalates. And they can cause a lot of inflammation. And I, I cite all the studies and all the videos. Same thing with the fasting. It's like, I am a nerd. I'm very scientific. And I'm and I'm also very woo-woo. Like I'm very much a paradox in a lot of ways, where it's like <laughs> there's the woo-woo side of me, like you.
1: Yeah, the same way. Mm-hmm. And then
0: there's like that teacher educator side of me that's like, no, we need scientific real facts, and like I want doctors to back this up and like the leading people in this industry. And when I when people do the actual work and they really watch the videos and they read the studies. And listen, you don't have to do any of that. You could just do it because you want to do it and you don't care about the science and you don't care about the studies. But I'm very much rooted in the scientific method of why we're doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I love to back that up because if people have a very scientific left-sided brain, they're going to be more apt to stick with the protocol over someone that's just like, you know, this doesn't work. But I'm like, yeah, but look at all this research, you know, and it's all right. it's about longevity. I mean, you know, when we were doing A to A P, I would have you guys post your face pictures when you first started mm-hmm. and then you'd post your face pictures at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. After the 20 days. You guys don't even look like the same humans. Nope.
1: It's nope. wild. And it's it's almost like, you know, Benjamin Button. your are aging in reverse.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. And think about it. If your face and body show that reversal of aging and that longevity, can you imagine when you give yourself 28 days of this protocol, what's actually happening to you on a cellular level? 100%. Like that's the shit that I'm like, oh my God. And not only a cellular level, like with the, the epigenetics, meaning like, you know, your biology and like your, what's been passed down from your ancestry. Like, cause people will say to me like, Well, diabetes just runs in my family. I'm like, yeah, maybe type 1, but type 2 is a metabolic disease and right. i and after 28 days on this program you will not have it anymore and i've proven that time and time again same thing with um you know we've had girls actually one of, one of your girls who had pcos no more uh-huh. pcos one of your uh your buddies for hwp right. like no more pcos no more medication like that's the shit that really like excites me and i know that you didn't have a lot of that you didn't have a lot of that stuff you didn't have autoimmune you didn't have those problems but when you started releasing the weight off your physical body, didn't you feel like there was a direct correlation with how spiritually and energetically and emotionally and mentally lightened you felt?
1: Yes. Yeah. Because it was not only, well, not only with the food, because you were eating cleaner food, but then you had on top of that, you were doing the meditations and you were doing the journaling. So you were taking the weight off, Physically and also spiritually, because yeah. you're now you're going through and you're taking off layers of things that you've held on to. Absolutely. I remember I remember doing yoga one morning um with John and I did something and I looked my at my yoga him. video. My yoga video. Yeah, one my... of your yoga videos. Yeah. And um I I turned around to him and I said something that had I'd been holding on to since I was a child. And I was like, I just wow. realized now. And I'm like, um now I'm so I was 39 when I started doing this. So it's, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not old, but I'm not a spring chicken, but it's like going through all this process. It's, it's like lightening you up because you're realizing all these different things that are coming up and out of your body. Yes.
0: Yes. And that's another reason why I, why I created H8P the way I did. It's like, okay, we are going to get your body to be the healthiest, best version of itself. And you're going to break addiction with food. You're going to break any kind of sickness, illness and disease. Now, some people, as you know, right, because you did eight p a couple a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have like 150 pounds to release. So they're not going to do that in a month. You know, no. yeah. um, in October, I had one of the girls who's actually coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. She, I think, released 37 pounds in one month. Wow, well, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, like that's wild, right? But it's so doable. And like, I tell people that in the wellness industry and they're like, that's bullshit, you're lying to me. And I'm like, I swear to God, on my grandmother's soul. Like I have pictures. I have like the actual physical, um, you know, measurements and stuff like that. And then for you to tell me, like, I released this thing that I hadn't thought about since childhood. I didn't even think it was a problem anymore. I hear those stories all the time where, you know, every morning I give the girls shadow work in h8p as you remember, right? Mm-hmm and all this journaling stuff. And I can't begin to tell you, and I know you've also experienced it, like how many people are like, oh my God, like I didn't even think I had this problem anymore. Or or I forgot this thing that happened to me during childhood that like I haven't thought about since I was four years old. And all of these things come up during this protocol so that you can let it bubble up to the surface and you can heal it. Right. Oh yeah. That's bravery and that's courage. Yeah, absolutely. No no wonder why people are scared doing this protocol.
1: (laughs) And they, that's not even what they're scared of. But then all of a sudden they realize that this is, it's more than just what's on the paper. Right. So how many times did you do A 28 p before you like gave it a rest for a little while? Do you remember? I did full version twice because because um, I didn't do the third time I did it, I didn't do the 72s. Yes. I remember that.
0: Well, you had gotten really tiny. <laughs> yes. And, and I we was had, like, Teresa, maybe let's not do that.
1: <laughs> well, when we had, we had actually had a lot of discussion about that. And there were some people that had reached out to me and like worried about me. And we had talked about like getting to a point, And then after that building back up again yes. um, with muscle and with tone and with, um with our food as well. And so that's exactly what I did. And i was more in tune with my cues for eating as far as like, am I just eating because I'm bored? Am I eating because I'm stressed out? Am I eating because I'm really hungry? Um, so those were even now, like I'll I'll still when I I notice when I'm stressed out with the kids, I'll either go for a snack or I'll go and I'll um, be really short with them instead. And they have nothing to do with it. Like if I get a work email or something, I'm more short with them rather than dealing with it. And I, like, I have to heal from that and, and work through that before I address them because it's those are the things that can really throw me off.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's another reason why I designed this program is like, triggers are going to come up even more because when you're not eating like your normal standard American diet, which most people in in westernized civilization eats, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, fuck, I actually have to feel the feelings that I'm feeling and I can't drown it with alcohol and food. Fuck, this is a lot. But when you don't have that crutch to fall onto, it opens so many doors for you. Don't you agree?
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause then you have to feel like and it's it's true. You have to sit with your emotions. You have to figure it out. You have and a lot of people don't have those tools on how to no. do that.
0: No, they were never taught. Mm-hmm. I want to backtrack for a second because you said something very poignant. You said that when you were doing A2AP, you started and you were about 150 pounds. You were, you know, a year from postpartum. And you started doing A2AP, you did two rounds and People started seeing you like on Instagram, on Facebook, like doing all your yoga and doing all your stuff. And you were very open about your journey, which I think Mm -hmm. is so commendable and beautiful. Because I feel like when you just show up for other people to inspire them, like it's just good karmic shit. You know what I mean? Right. But when you were burying yourself and you were showing yourself like doing this big change, you actually said that people were reaching out to you saying like, are you okay, Teresa? You're looking a little... You're looking a little thin. You're looking a little like, can you talk to that? Because I know you know that one of the rules of the top 10 rules of A to AP is don't listen to the negative, judgmental, do nothings, Mm -hmm. fuck faces, naysayers. So Mm -hmm. can you touch upon that a little bit? Because I think that's one of the biggest fears of people is fear of criticism. And and I know that you and I are so much alike in that. Like we just hate right. when people like talk shit to us and like tell us we're not, you know, what are you doing? And la blah, blah, blah. like it's very triggering because it bring it, you know, it's the perfectionism,
1: right badness in us. And, and the tells... and the uh le- wanting to be liked by everyone. Oh, yeah.
0: God, mm-hmm. tell me more, Teresa. Tell me more. <laughs> Can you touch upon that? Like how that was difficult for you. I remember at the time you saying to me, Oh, so and so reached out to me and said this to me, and I was like, tell her to go fuck herself.
1: Yeah. I've had I had friends um, acquaintances and family members all uh, like comment on like, are you okay? You're too thin this and that someone even said, go eat a cupcake. And I'm like, Oh my God. I remember
0: that. Yes. It's, but if you were eating a cupcake, no one would say shit. Right. Cause that's socially acceptable to just Mm -hmm. eat and do whatever the fuck you want
1: and be unhealthy. That's okay. It's that whole thing we were going back to way back at the beginning of the podcast when I said, you know, you have no idea of the journey that people are on and what they're struggling with um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, any of that. Um, And we have had like, we had tons of conversations about my weight and where I was going and what I was doing. And people would just send me a DM or call me and ask me what I was doing for certain things and, and am I being healthy and eating it? or, or not eating and any of that. And it was like, I, I got a, I got very defensive in a couple of cases I and remember. then, um, s- talking to them and I was like, well, if I had two cheeseburgers, you wouldn't bat an eye, but if I don't have either, you're, you're upset with me. Um, so I figured out how to like, I you know, a couple of people were like, I do you need help? And I was like, nope, I am perfectly fine. I've been better, bitch. Never I, been better. I feel great. Um, I am in contact with people with my my coach, and we're working out things for me. And I know exactly what I'm getting into. Um, And, you know, I, it's, it's an honest fear, I, I guess, for people to reach out and make sure that people are okay, especially at that time during COVID, like a lot of people were going through some things. But I felt I felt I went through more things after COVID and because I looked okay and because I look like I felt okay, nobody reached out to find out if I was doing okay. Yep. And that's yeah. when I wasn't doing okay. Yeah. So
0: same, same. Me too. Yeah. Like when we were both doing this, you know, A to A P when the you know the pandemic first started, you and I thought we were doing the most, and we were doing the most. Mm-hmm. And then when everyone went back to quote unquote normal, that's when you and I really like were like, what the fuck are we doing? Yep. Yeah. It was like the opposite. So when you actually needed people to reach out to you and love on you and be concerned, they were nowhere to be found. Nowhere. But when you were like working out and fasting and doing all your spiritual practices and really trying to become a better person for not just yourself, but your family, then it was right. a problem. Right. Right. Which I think holds, don't you think that holds so many people back, Teresa, like, oh, I want to do this thing, but I'm afraid of what my husband will say or my children will say or my friends will say or colleagues or even just fucking strangers on the Internet.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, because if a lot of people like some things I'll do in quiet now because I don't want to hear what's what other people have to say. And and that makes me
0: sad because you are such an inspirational person. And I know that there are far more people that watch what you do and are inspired. And I feel like a lot of these people, I hate to say it, Teresa, but you know, I'm real and raw with you because yes. you're one of my closest people in my life. Like a lot of these people are just fucking haters and they're mm-hmm. just jealous of you. I hate Mm -hmm. to say it. I mean, we know a lot of people that went to high school with us that are like, oh, Teresa, me, 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 and her and you. Like, I know someone talks to my mom all the time and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sick of Teresa and Katie. Like, they're just up each other's asses. It's like, why? Because we actually have a real friendship where we actually really care about each other. Unlike you, bitch, who have no real friends and are just still trying to live your high school lives. We're not going to name names. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're not blowing up anyone's spot here on the A Bitches podcast.
1: (laughs) Bitch, you know who you are. (laughs) You live your life and be happy and we'll be happy with our our lives. <laughs> but
0: exactly. But it makes me sad that you do you do hold back and you admit that. And I and I do it in a lot of ways, too. Like, I feel like recently I've tried to kind of hold back how I really felt and what I was really doing because I just for me, I think it was more like I just can't handle it right now, the energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But oh, yeah. But then I have to think about myself and, and you, too, is like God put us here for such a huge mission and purpose. So to hold ourselves back from being motivational and inspirational to people that really need that, that's like where I feel I'm speaking for myself. I feel like I'm slapping my creator in the face. Right. Do you feel like sometimes like that? Like, oh, man, why do I feel this way? I wish I could share more. I don't like where are you at with that?
1: I do. I I feel like I should be sharing more of my journey. And there are times when I'll do something and then I'll share after I go through it. Cause like even, um, I mean, you know that in the summer, my mom ended up having a triple bypass and she had, so I had gone through all that and didn't share a lot of it until after she came out on the other end with, and being okay. Um, so during that time it was hard because I didn't want to, You know, it's my mom's privacy as well to go through all that and to go through my feeling, but then sharing it afterwards was was helpful to me. Um, And a lot of times now with things that I'm doing, I'm working on like in quiet, and then it's like, here's what I did, here's what I've been doing for the month. Yes, so. That, um, I love so that. i I, love I try that. to do it on the back end if I can't do it in the front end,
0: yeah, i totally I totally agree. But just know from me to you, like you're so inspirational. I don't want you to not share because you you don't realize like how many people's lives that you're touching, even though they might not say to you every day. Teresa, you're helping me like you'd give me strength and things like that. We're more and I just think this is human nature. We focus on the one fuck face that says some bullshit to us (laughs) instead of the thousands of people that are like, oh, my God, like I did this because you inspired me.
1: Yes, absolutely. We, and it's it's
0: hard, dude. Like, I know. I know you so well that I'm just like shaking my head like, yeah, I get it. I, under, I totally understand. It, it is difficult. So other than, well, let's backtrack for a second. So you did the two rounds of to 8 p and you started around um 150 pounds. What did you end up after the two rounds of A 8 p Do you remember like where you were at with like your body
1: fat and like your physical body? I believe I was down to about 125. Damn, girl. Shit. Yeah. I'm pretty and, sure that's that's where I was. And you're shredded. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, you need to go do a fucking fitness competition, bitch. <laughs> because then you started introducing us to the primal movements as well of, as the yoga. So I was doing a lot of your yoga, my own yoga, and then getting into the primal movements. Yes. And that's actually when I started doing my running as well. So getting all very physical. Yes. Um, because for me like again talking about the things that moms need i need to be physical i need to like sweat and feel like i have accomplished something like i i can't just go out for a walk and feel like yes i've i've gotten my my steps in i need to sweat to be panting i need to and that that makes me feel like i've yeah. actually done something You're and, so. um, yeah that that's i really am You're
0: a sick fuck.
1: I'm like sweating. Oh <laughs> please no. But that's that's what I feel like that re- helps me to release a lot. I, I was just going to actually
0: say like the movement. Cr- so I always say motion creates emotion. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of shit going on, like you're the type of person you're like, if I'm not feeling so fresh, I want to get on that fucking treadmill. And I want to bang out the six miles or whatever, because I know that like my head's going to be clear by the end of this. But that's not how you started. You weren't running. Mm-mm. When I first started working with you, nope. you weren't doing yoga every day. I wasn't whatever. doing
1: anything. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> so it's, it was a it was definitely like a build. I don't want people to think like, oh, Teresa was just this running maniac. No, you were not. You were like no. not moving at all. And then all now it's like you inspire so many people to run. I mean, yeah. n- not not me. <laughs> like, no I but would, Matt <laughs> Matt, my husband like he runs every day now and I'm like you psychopath and he's like I gotta beat because he has your thing on <laughs> on our peloton he has your old peloton when you stayed over my house mm-hmm. that night and mm-hmm. he tries to beat your peloton and I'm like that's so fucking awesome like that's why yeah. I say you don't realize like how many people that you inspire and that you touch because we're so focused on other bullshit
1: right now it's, well, uh, go ahead I was going to say we, we. I started you had the yoga videos for the A28P and it was the same, um, you did four of them, so you have to do one one per week. So I started with that, and it was maybe twenty five minutes. They so were quick they weren't yeah. like
0: they weren't ninety minute Bikram sessions where you're no. like standing on your head.
1: And they weren't they weren't all out like you know, vinyasa flow. They were right. like, here, get into this pose, try to get into this pose, try to do this. Yes. And um it was and you explained why you were having us do these poses to go along with the chakras and opening yes. up and everything, which was great. So that got me going and then it had me researching more and more because I really liked the way it made me feel. Um, and just opening up that way, that's where I started. And then I remember because we started in January, did did January a twenty eight went into February and I had gone away uh during February vacation. That's right. And they had a gym at the hotel. So I remember uh doing some things down there, doing some workouts, and then just looking at the treadmill going, maybe. And so I ran just for a minute. Wow. Literally just a minute. And um just doing things like that. That's where I got my movement in. That's and awesome. then it built up from there.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. So let's go down the six life makers. I want to talk about what came out of it from you doing A 28 p So let's just start at the very beginning, which is your spiritual connection, your divine connection, your, your non-negotiable spiritual practices. So what were your spiritual practices before you started doing A to 8P? And what are the ones that you have hung on to and adopted and still do to this day?
1: So before 28P was basically praying whenever I needed something. <laughs> Good Catholic girl just like me, bitch. It's like, God, I promise that if you give me this thing, I won't swear anymore. Yep. Oh yeah. Or, you know, I would do my my rosary beads at church because I I do go to church. So that was
0: squeeze the beads, you Oh yes. Love the beads you love to squeeze the beads. Yes.
1: (laughs) So and then after it was actually a little bit before learning how to meditate, it was I would do some meditations, but with you with A28P, was doing the inner child healing. So that, because um, we had to do that for the full twenty eight days. Yes. So I really enjoyed doing that, and um, I would do that either in the morning or in the evening time, whatever, wherever I could fit it in, and just going through the process and knowing what I could, what I could bring to the table, seeing myself um, as a child, or and it didn't even have to be a child; it could have been the previous ten, week ten something days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I have continued with my meditation journey. Um, I actually am in the process this month of doing my, I created a meditation journal and I'm doing my meditation journal this month. So it's, um, a week long of meditation with seven journal entries that go along with it.
0: That's awesome. So Uh, that is so freaking, you're going to have to set, um, I have to look at your bio, but I want to put the link up for everyone to get that on, uh, the podcast once it, once it drops. Cause I think that just, especially for moms, it's going to like be a, a game changer. So yeah. In A 28 8P now, when you look at it, you're going to be, I think you're going to be really astounded where every week there's a different like playlist. So every week is a different meditation, a different sound healing, a different breath, breath works, different affirmations, different journal work, different shadow work. Like it's, it's week by week. So mm-hmm. the old A 28 8P, we used to do like just inner child healing every day for a month. But yeah. This A 28 p is every week, everything changes. So it's totally different. You're going to love it. You're going to, you're going to really, really love it. So then what about like your boundaries and like your hell's yeses and hell's no and your core desired feelings? Let's talk about, let's talk about those things. What has changed with your boundaries, your core desired feelings and all that?
1: So my boundaries, I've gotten better at saying no to things because I was always a yes man Mm -hmm. and I have said no to so many things. Um, with work, there is a certain time that I will not do anything after like a certain time in the day. I do not do any more work um, because my work just
0: go all fucking day.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. I would check my emails whenever I would send an email whenever make a phone call, do grading, things like that uh, whenever during the day, whenever I could fit it in. But now when I'm home with my kids, I'm home with my kids um, and they're my where my attention is and
0: very um, intentional with that. I know that. Yes, you are. you're amazing yes. with that.
1: Um, I try my best. <laughs> yeah, I keep going. Uh, cause I mean, like we all, we all kind of fall flat on our face here and there and Hell then, yes. you know, you, that's the only way you can, you can level up again.
0: Well, well that's the recalibration. So, like I always say, sometimes you have to bring the arrow back to shoot it forth. And like, I think that we all think like, I'm going to go on this spiritual journey and like, I'm just going to go up and up and up and up and up and up mm-hmm. forever and ever. Amen. And it's like, there are days where I am like a rock star and the next day I wake up and I'm a bag of shit. And I know you're the exact same. Oh part. Yeah right yeah
1: oh yeah and that's why like it's when you're saying like what's your hell yeses it's my hell yes is me my 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 feelings first my family um being able to um be home and spend time with them so therefore my hell knows are anything that doesn't serve my purpose anything that doesn't align with me being authentic to who i am um there's nothing of you know Working on weekends and during the summer, like those are no goes for me. Yeah. That's, and before that was not the way it was. Mm -mm. I would work (laughs) year round. I'd be in, I would go into school on Saturdays or at nighttime. I mean, nope. That's, that's out of, out of my boundaries now.
0: That's fucking, that is freaking (laughs) so amazing. What about your core desired feelings? Do you know them now off the top of your head? The ones that you particularly have right now?
1: Yes. Creative authentic, purposeful, and ease.
0: I love that. I love that. So yeah. what Teresa is saying, and this is something that I teach in bitches in A2AP is you have to know how you want to feel. And I also talk about this in my book. And you want to take those words and then you want to make decisions around those words. So like for my number one is freedom. So mm-hmm. every decision I make, I say, is this going to help me feel free? And if it doesn't, I'm not doing it. And I know like, you know, with yours, the ease thing is like, we both come from a background where we like to really make things complicated
1: Mm -hmm. because when
0: things are complicated, they're like more worthy and they're more important and nothing could be further from the truth.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that I can't, I'm that mindset of, you know, well, I'm a mom and I'm it's nighttime. I shouldn't be sitting on the the couch. Do I I could be folding laundry? I could be making dinner. I can. And that's, that's nowhere. Like that's why. I should be at ease. When I'm sitting on the couch, I should be at ease. I shouldn't be thinking of what's to come. So that has been a huge game changer for me. Um, And also, but when I'm doing something, is it purposeful? Like I want to have a purpose why I'm doing this. I'm not just doing busy work. Oh, I love this. This makes me freaking, it makes
0: my <laughs> nostrils flare.
1: I love this shit.
0: And now what about your health and wellness? Where are you at physically and with your, like your wellness and right at this moment after doing A28P a twice and then st- you've been around for a, a while. So you've really leveled up physically.
1: Yeah. I mean, cause when, cause even after A28P, you went into the lifestyle. Yes. Protocol lifestyle
0: protocol, which is like, this is what to do when you're just in a maintenance mode and how to like keep yourself in that without going too off the off the rails.
1: Right. And then we talked about the then you've even posted stuff about the blood type diet and then working about around the menstrual cycle and working on your on where you are in your 28 day cycle. Yes. Um, so I feel for my health and wellness, I feel really good. Um, I am I constantly try to make sure that I'm eating healthy meals, um, whether it's at, just at night, whether I'm doing a one one meal a day, whether I'm eating throughout the day. I always have um, healthy food. I mean, granted, we you know I have kids, so I'll have course. snacks in the house too, yeah. and I'll I'll indulge in those. Um, but for the most part, my my diet, I've you know really worked on that, making sure that I have a lot of the A twenty eight. Anti-inflammatory, um, ideas psych yes. food and all that. Yeah. Um, protein, a fat. My green, my, my greens and my vegetables are always biggest on my plate, awesome. making sure I have my fats, my butter, my oil on it, um, having a good solid protein with my meal. So that way I'm not hungry. I'm not just, you know, throwing a piece of bread in my mouth and saying like, that's a meal. Yes. I want to make sure I'm satiated with the right thing so that I'm not hungry later.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And you're, and you're working out all the time yes. and, and we can get into this at the uh at with when we get into the whole like business money mindset stuff but you actually were you loved yoga so much that you are now a certified yoga instructor
1: yes <laughs> no <Yes>. bcl i <laughs> i decided even before covid i was trying to um see if i could somehow get my my work to pay for it and then we went into lockdown and i found an online version of it and i just went through it and i did it um, I love to be able to go do one in person now and just ca- kind of build on my hours and be more cer- like, I guess, more certified, um, <laughs> for lack yep. of better terms. Yeah. Um, but I definitely enjoy it. Um, I do it. I've done it on the app. I have some videos up on the app, which I, yes. I would love to be able to do some more. Oh,
0: anytime. The girls would um, love and, that.
1: Yeah. And, um, I know like Kelly had said that she's done, um, she was doing them all week, one week. And, uh, I just, I. I love the feeling that I know where, what I can do to make my body feel better if I need that um, certain movement or that certain pose, um, just to release some things. Like if I'm stressed, I can go downstairs and just do like a, a little flow, sun salutation. Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. know exactly how to balance myself. So that's that's been super helpful. And I've had people reach out and say like, I'm having sciatic problems. What can I do? You know, yes. what are some poses? Right. So that's, That's awesome. been, I, I'm glad that I can help people that way as well.
0: Yeah. And you didn't have any of that before you started doing this protocol. So like mm-hmm. it's really, you fell in love with it and you were like, I'm going to do this. And I was like, damn, go for it. You know, I'm all about that. What about your relationships, like with your family and your children and your husband and like, you know, your, your, your immediate family, like your mom, dad, your sister, like what, how have those relationships bettered and how have you become better in this whole process, with like maybe you know letting shit go more easy and and just looking at the people like I do, like oh man, like we're all just walking each other home. We're all just like big kids that are just <laughs> we just grew bigger in our physical bodies, but we're all still these wounded children, even if we are like you know a seventy five year old man, right? Yeah.
1: Well, i I think my biggest thing that I've taken away from all of this is it's more about them than it is about me, and um, I, it's not going to be my way. And even though it's the results I think would be the best, I can't push it on them. They have to want that. They have to see that. And if they can't, then I have to be okay with it. And I have to accept what they're going through. Um, It's at sometimes it's very hard to (laughs) say that or to let that go. And without me, you know, adding a, a little chirp of what I feel needs to be done, but it's my dad last year asked me a lot about, he asked me about meditation and I was like a kid in a candy shop and I was trying not to show it. Like my, my brain was like, it's happening. It's happening. He's asking. Uh, yes. Um, but I, I mean, I just told him what has helped for me and I didn't make him do it. Uh, cause normally I would just shove it down his throat and say, here's some meditations. This is what you should do. Yeah. And I just let him know. And, um, he's still, but he, he asked, He's, he's got that. And I told that's him, I huge. said, you know, it's just sitting there and, you know, even thinking about your body. And he said, he's done it a few times and, but it's not consistent, but that's okay. Like that's, that's okay. he'll get to where he needs to be, but it's definitely Uh, the release of my feelings compared to what they're doing yes that's
0: that's such huge growth and also with your children too like I know like before you would act a certain way with your kids and now you're just like hell no I'm not doing that anymore like it's not serving me it's not serving my children and it's not going to serve them when they're older either can you speak to that a little bit because I know there's a lot of amazing moms out there in ambitious land that are like how will this help my relationship with my children
1: Well, to start off what a lot of people were like, how did you fast around your kids? And I, um, I try not to make it a physical, um, either beauty or weight or any of that stuff with them. So when I talked about fasting with my kids, I talked about cleansing my body and seeing like clearing things to see what is affecting my body. So mm-hmm. when I bring things back into my diet, is it affecting me? And they always joke. And they're like, well, mom, we know that dairy doesn't really go well with you because you you seem to smell after you have like ice cream and things. Yes. I'm like, lactose thank you very much. Tolerance. Yes.
0: Thank you very much, children, for pointing that out. But you um, know what, though, Teresa? Honestly, I have so many women that come to me and they were like, I I eat cheese and yogurt and all these things all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then they cut it out because on H8P, we get rid of and I'm not against milk products or anything like that, I actually think that they can be really healthy for you if you choose the right ones. But unless, unless you're cutting something out and then introducing it back in, you don't know what's actually causing you these physical issues. So like if you eat cheese all the time and you just fart...
1: Right. Uh-huh. And you're just a smelly uh-huh. bitch.
0: Like you're like, is it the pasta that I had? Is it the is it the you know, the dairy that I had? Is it this thing? Is it that thing? So when we're doing an A to A P meal plan, we really eat the most therapeutic um foods that cause the least amount of sensitivities and reactions and histamines and all these different things. Obviously, if people do A to A P, they'll we can get more into that. But if you never cut the the dairy out, you wouldn't even have known that it hurts your belly sometimes, Mm -hmm. even though it's damn delicious.
1: Yes, exactly. And sometimes I just suffer through it and make them suffer through it too. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, pull my finger back. (laughs) You want a cup of cheese? But yeah. So even like that, that was, they're funny too, because one time Louise was like, well, this isn't, I don't know. My stomach doesn't feel, well, maybe I should fast. And I was like, well, you're still a little young yet. Like you don't need to fast. We'll, we'll do some other things to figure that out. Right. Right now it's, that's not it, but they are like, well, when can I fast?
0: Is that interesting?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they got really into it, but even that, like, like I said, I'm open with them about that and also like makeup, you know, things like that. It's not, you know, I don't want to say I'm putting on makeup to, to look beautiful or to feel good about myself. No, I'm putting on makeup because I like to experiment. I like to do different things. I like to try things out and, um. Lily actually was like, Well, when can I get on a call with Victoria Duke to oh find my God, out? hilarious. To do some makeup stuff. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I'm amazing. like, Oh, okay, I'll, I'll work that out.
0: <laughs> well, because in A28P now, we have self care nights. So like Amanda Greco will come on and do facials with the girls. Victoria Duke will come on and do makeup tutorials with the girls. And it's really about, you know, Amanda and Victoria both really talk about like it's it's inner and outer beauty. And Mm -hmm. it is not for other people. It's for ourselves. And that's where we have to kind of shift that paradigm and that narrative where like I'm not putting on makeup and doing all these things to make other people think I'm attractive. I'm doing it because it just makes me feel good.
1: One of the things that Victoria said at Bitchapalooza that I loved was that, like, how often do you get to take that time to touch your face and caress your face when you're putting on the makeup Mm -hmm. and love yourself that way? And I just I took that away. So every time in the morning when I do my my skin, uh, my skincare care and at night and when I'm putting on my makeup, I think about that all the time because now awesome. I'm thinking about me yes. for, you know, for that 10 minutes of putting on my makeup.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so important. And what about like your environment? So like, are, is your environment at school different now that you've
1: done A2AP? Is your home environment different? Like, can we talk a, a little bit about that? Yes. I try to clear a lot of things out of the way. Actually, this morning, I just took some time to make sure I put all the kids' stuff away. And um, I try to have a a way to set up my room so that way it's at school and at home. Uh, So school is, I try to make it comfortable for me, which if it's comfortable for me, it's comfortable for my students. And I've actually had a couple of students come to me and say, you know, I feel really comfortable in this room. I feel like this isn't, it's not like it's cut and dry, and everything's in a, in a square box. It's right. you know I have I have some of myself in that room, which therefore lightens lightens it up. Yes. Um, at home, I try to um, I've added some of uh, Ginny's feng shui stuff, uh, putting the crystal by my door and thinking of like where things are positioned and keeping things open for the flow of, of everything in my house. Um, so that's definitely. Those, those things are helpful. And that's all in the app too. Like oh, yeah. the, All those interviews um, are in the app.
0: Yeah. So those just got released today. All of the interviews with um, Ginny, who is my feng shui master, who did a lot of tutorials in Ambitious Academy. All that's available on the app. And we also have a uh, project light, which I talk a lot about in the book. We have a project light challenge in A28P and also just in the app in general, where if you're like, shit, my house is a fucking mess. And every time I come home, I want to rip my hair out uh kim and i have created project light which so it's daily little things every day that aren't going to take a whole day of your time maybe it will take 15 20 minutes tops but like it's like you know do these little things and then by the end of the 28 days like your whole house is in order it's organized and i'm a big proponent of like if your home and your environment is cluttered then your mind is cluttered and you're probably Mm -hmm. not going to be able to be the ambitious woman that god put you here to be Right. So I love that you like took a lot of the um, ambitious uh, Academy stuff from like Ginny and just the essentialism things and the project life stuff. And you really started like really honing in on how you want to feel in your environment and space. That's yeah. huge.
1: That's Cause power. even this, even, yeah, even this weekend, my husband and I went through and we're like, okay, all these clothes need to go and be donated. All these books that nobody's using, we're going to go and donate. So we've done a lot of, even this weekend, just, cleared out a lot of stuff that were like okay we're not using this let someone else use it we put we have a lot of those um little library um posts yes. the, uh, the free libraries yep. so we stuck some books in there so other people can be able to That's use awesome. those books
0: that's awesome. And just little things like that, they add up, especially at the end of 28 days. Like you do a little something every day for 28 days in every aspect of the six life makers, which is what I created A28P to, to be. Mm-hmm. And it changes your whole entire world. Now, this is one I really love, which is um, your financial money mindset and business. So, talk about like, obviously, everyone knows here that you are an amazing music teacher and you have been for a really long time, but being part of A28P and part of the ambitious community and watching all these other creators and coaches and instructors and educators that are working in a different realm of reality than you are used to every day going to school and teaching. Talk a little bit about how you created little intentions from it and all the things that have come out from really stepping into your power and knowing your definiteness of purpose.
1: So it all started like on a whim just for my kids. Uh, I was making something to create for their for them to actually utilize and move things for creating intentions for the day. So it was just like a little magnetic board with, with um, little magnets to like, what do you hope to do for the day? And they helped me design them. And from there it was like, well, I need to help children to be more intentional. And then that developed into no, before I can help the children be more intentional, I need to help the moms be more intentional. So therefore the kids can get that from their moms because it's really, it really starts with the mom. And, um, it starts because it starts with me for them so that what they see with what, with what I'm doing, that they, it transfers to them. I mean, the other day, Lily was having a rough day and she was just upset. And, you know, I was trying to ask her to do her homework and she just melted down. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go for a run like on the treadmill. Why don't you join me on the elliptical? And then of course, Henry was like, well, I'm going to do it and I'm going to run on the treadmill first. So I said, fine. He got on the treadmill. Lily took a little bit more time. And then I was doing some workouts and we were talking and she just couldn't get past that energy. She just was so upset and then i was like all right i'm jumping on the treadmill you jump on the elliptical with me and she got on the elliptical and she just moved her body and i was like see this and she just felt so much better and i was like just move your body like it'll help like so i'm trying to set the example for them so i know if i can set the example for my kids then other moms can set the example for their their children
0: absolutely um,
1: and it's no matter what the example is it's it's going to come across if you do it for yourself then you'll get get to the children to do oh, it. A hundred percent. So can people
0: buy your boards? Because I know you were making them for a while and I know people were actually purchasing them. Do, can people buy your those little intentions boards and do it at home with their children?
1: Um, that will be coming up this year. Nice. Uh, later on the year. This. Uh, so what I've been... I am working with my Caballarian cycle, and I am in a creation year. So we also
0: talk about that in ambitious guys. Yes, people are like Cabalair. What the hell? Well, (laughs) we have done a podcast on it, but there's a lot of friggin' there's a lot of education in here, man.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I am in a creative year, which is I'm I'm just busy creating a lot of things. Like I have a lot of things that are coming in my. Um, in my app, not in my app, sorry, in Instagram and yeah. in my emails that yes. I have. Like, So if you're a member of my emails, you actually received the meditation journal to do it along with me in, in March. Um, in February, I did a self-care for February. And for awesome. April, I'm going to be doing some affirmations. Yes. Um, and so later on in the year, I will be having more access to my boards um, to be selling those. Because I know people but,
0: ask me about it all, all the time. Like,
1: does yeah. to sell
0: those boards? I'm like, Ask her, bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I, I do have I have some of them. I have to create more of them, and I actually have a few that I've created for moms as well. That's awesome. so that way they can manipulate and and do for themselves as well. And-
0: all of this, the little, with your company, Little Intentions, with the meditations that you're doing, the yoga, all the affirmations, how you're showing up, this all really came out of your evolution with what you did with a 2 B, and how you gave yourself that time to grow and put in the work for yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. If I, if I hadn't been connected to myself energetically and spiritually, this never would have happened. I love that. that I never would have gotten that. to this point. Yeah. So thank you very much.
0: Aw, anytime, man. So that's why I'm here, man. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Do you have any advice for moms who are like maybe on the fence about doing
1: something like this for themselves? I mean, there's just start. There, You don't have to start big. It doesn't have to be big. It can be something small that you're changing in your daily life. It can be five minutes a day. That's it. Um when I started this, it was, I, I took the weekend to go away with you, but then every day after that, it was uh, a 10 minute meditation that I just found on YouTube. It wasn't anything big or, or exciting. It was just, you know, I found, uh, just a YouTube meditation, 10 minutes or five minutes. You know, like, like I said, it doesn't have to be anything big. If you, there are 10 minute yoga videos that you can find. there's, Something, whatever is drawn to you. I mean, being outside in nature and walking for five minutes, whatever you feel like you can do that's going to make you a better you. That's what, what, where to start. Yeah. And do it
0: messy because you're like the queen of that. You're like, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm just going to do it and mm-hmm. like I will figure it out. And I'm the same way as you where, you know, every I, I come into so much contact with so many people who want me to coach them and they're like, but I have to get everything perfect. And I'm like, do no fucking just do it. I don't care if it's on a Wednesday, a Saturday, a Sunday. You have half the things created, like just put it out there because I really do believe, and you know, both of us are God loving ladies. And I believe that when we make a demonstration and a flex to God, God is going to go ahead and do like 10 times the amount of work for us that we did for Him.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, that's like, like I said, if they join my email list, um, they can get the affirmation stuff for next month. They I'm still putting out the meditation journal um, every week. So if they want to do it later on, they don't have to do it for the whole month of March, they can still have access to it. Um, And right now, uh, as an email member, they're getting everything for free. uh, Because I'm still in creation mode. So I
0: love that. You're such an inspiration to moms all around the world. And thank you for being on here for the second time. The first time was drunken and (laughs) serious, And now it's like more serious. But I I like the softer side of Sears with us because I think that we do have a lot to say. And you have such an amazing experience with being a mom to three children and working full time and creating a, a business on the side and all the things that you do on a daily basis and all the healing that you're doing and working on all the things and ambitious what we call the six life makers. And it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage and just a lot of determination. So I'm really proud of And I'm just, I'm. Grateful to call you a friend. And I'm just grateful that you're part of the ambitious community. And if you guys do join the app, you will be able to experience everything that Teresa just spoke about. Plus, you'll be able to experience Teresa because, like she said, she is in there doing yoga videos. You do do um, a lot of inspirational, motivational videos with the girls in there as well. And you're such an uh, amazing person to reach out to on the app as well because I know you speak a lot of victory into the ladies that are in the community. So I'm grateful and I thank you for that.
1: Yes. And I, I mean, the, I've met so many great people through the app as well. And I thank you for creating this community because even I've known people for three years and then I finally got to meet them at Bitchapalooza in January that I would have never, ever known in my life. And it's just, it's created such a nice community that I can reach out to these people and we could go months without Talking, not that we do, but we can go months without talking and then catch back up exactly where we left off, which is very nice.
0: That's huge. Teresa, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for taking time out of your busy life to be here. I love you. You're my soul sister, and I can't wait to see what's next for you.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. And I love you too. Mm, Thank you.
0: You guys, you just heard this amazing testimonial from Teresa. She has totally changed her life. And so if you are ready to step into all of your power, don't walk you better run because Teresa is the runner so she's inspiring us to also run not me not me but everybody else <laughs> don't walk run over to the app the link is in the show notes and I will also link all of Teresa's information in the show notes so you can follow her on Instagram and on Facebook and also become part of her Little Intentions community because it's just so juicy. There's just so much free stuff and I can't wait for you guys to be able to buy her products when they're ready, like the Little Intentions board. And I'm just I'm just so excited for everything. So I will see you all over on the Ambitious app. And in the meantime, don't forget to stay ambitious and I will see you next Tuesday.